Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Today, I am joined by a friend of mine that is a new friend over the last year, Miss Mindy Dilge. Mindy, tell tell the ladies a little bit about yourself. I don't know that there's a whole lot of folks that know who Mindy is. I mean, there's a lot of folks, but we need to introduce you to the to the Illinois Baptist women. Okay, well, um, it's hard to know where to start. I am just, just first and foremost, I'm a wife and a mother, and I have three children. One is my daughter, Caitlin, who is 23. And I have uh, two teenage sons. Uh, One is 16 and one is 14, Joshua and Elias. My husband, Ed, and I have been married for 17 years. (laughs) Now I have to think about that. And I'm originally from Texas. And he's from right here in Southern Illinois. He is Southern Illinois to the bone. We served in our last church for about, mm, I think about 18 years, if I am remembering correctly. And I was on staff there as the media and communications director. Now we're just kind of in a a new stage of life where we're figuring things out and God is just directing us down a new path and we're not sure what that looks like yet. I love it. I love it. Ladies, I all of you are impacted by Mindy every day. If you're if you're connected with the IBW community at all, you're impacted by the work that Ms., that Mindy is doing um, because Mindy brings us our social media support. Um, she is volunteering with the community. Um, we were introduced to her a little over a year ago, and we are just so, so grateful. Um, and Mindy, I'm just always I'm even this morning in my quiet time with God, I'm just always amazed and how he provides everything that's needed to do the next piece of the work that he's calling us to to do. And and so I'm so grateful for you, but I want the ladies to get to know you. And, and quite honestly, friend, I want to get to know you a little bit better, more of the more of the Mindy story. So you, you've already referenced a little bit, and I'm going to go to the social media part, maybe what God's doing, God's doing with you. But, but I want to start with some of the fun part, okay, so that when my colleague Aubrey listens to this, she can enjoy this part. So let's jump oh, into no. the fun part. You and your husband, husband more to you you breed golden doodles and so you're actually I mean actually this is a small business um, for you guys and I know literally you just de- delivered your last puppy of yes. the most recent litter so tell the ladies just a little bit about how you got into this business of breeding these precious little golden doodles well it was early 2020 when we had our first litter and it's just kind of something we do on the side uh, mostly my teenage sons take the reins and they do all of the care and cleaning for the most part. I do a lot of the fun stuff with taking pictures and videos and being in social media management. Of course, I have a lot of fun sharing that kind of stuff out, but they really do a lot of the uh, grunt work, we call it around here, but we just love them. And, and so far we've had a really good experience with the last couple of litters. It's just a lot of fun. Mostly uh, the best part is just delivering them to their families. And uh, there's just a lot of joy and happiness that comes with that. Well, I've got the privilege of watching you deliver these last this last litter and, and just hearing some of the behind the scenes as you were taking care of these puppies and watching some of the pictures you were doing for the families and then watching them arrive home. And, and so that was fun because it was puppies. 
But can I tell you, I really enjoyed watching the business side of it, too, because I watched this grassroots business um, model, you know, that that you're that you're bringing up. And, um, and Mindy, that was one of the key reasons I wanted to ask you to come on to um, today's podcast, because I know that there's a whole lot of women doing this um, kind of whatever it is on the side. It may be some sort of a small business. It may be something they're doing out of their house. It may be doing some, something that they're doing for fun or their own self-fulfillment. But I do think that there's a commonality amongst women that, that we're seeing that it's like, okay, this is that we've got our family and we're not, nothing's replacing that. And we might have this job and we have church, but I'm also seeing this trend. It's not a, not a new trend of where women have their hands in a lot of this small business um, and most of it's operating out of their homes and they truly are business owners. So, so I want, I want you to share a little bit because I know some of this, Mindy, as a matter of fact, I probably push you a little bit in this area. Um, and hopefully it's not a hard push, but a loving push. Um, I want you to share a little bit. You've already referenced it to the ladies that you're kind of in a new season, just watching to see what God's doing now. But I know some of your story. And some of your story, you will say, Carmen, God just brought us to a complete still. We were so busy. We were so plugged into ministry. And and God just brought us to a still. And that's going to happen in all of our lives. It's happened in mine. It'll happen again. And those are times we can get confused. And we can confuse the emotions or, you know, our conversation with God, like, what are you doing here? Will you share a little bit with, with that with the ladies listening in, Mindy? Because I think they can glean from your story. Yeah, he did. And I like how you put that, that he stilled us because we had served in the same church for, you know, like I said, about 18 years. We raised our kids there. My husband served. My teen served. My uh, oldest served in many capacities, especially in children's ministry. And... Um, so, yeah, and I mean, it's difficult when God moves you out of something so familiar and comfortable in many ways, you know, and, um, it, you know, the crazy thing was, is we had no idea this all, this all happened right, just right before the pandemic really, you know, was announced in the lockdowns. And um, so it was all in that same time period uh, that God moved us. And then within that week, the lockdown began. And so God, but God didn't just move me, move me or move my family. He completely stilled us. He completely stilled me. And so I went from nonstop motion in my work, in my ministry to just this, this utter stillness. And it, it really forced me to stop. As you know, a dear friend of mine said during that time, she said, you know, we're really learning what Sabbath means. And that kind of stuck with me because I didn't realize I needed that. And I did. It made me confront a lot of things about myself and that was not enjoyable. But you know, God does that to us sometimes. And mm -hmm. you know, I realized that in all the work I was doing and you know, what I thought were good works, you know, things that just had to be done and I was doing them, I wasn't really pursuing God and growing in my faith like I needed to be at that time because I was just so busy about the Lord's work that my growth had become stagnant in many ways. So, you know, during that time of stopping and being still, you know, he just he really hit me in the heart about that. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I didn't know I needed that, but I 
definitely did. And you know that you love Jesus, you know your salvation is secure, but God still loved me enough to pursue me in that complacency. And I'm so thankful for that because it's just been a year of revelation and growth in me. Mm -hmm. And I still don't know exactly where God is leading us or what all he has for me to do, you know, outside of what I'm doing now. But I feel like my heart is more receptive in a way that it wasn't before. And I thought it was, you know, I had the attitude of, oh, yes, Lord, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go. And he said, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, put your money Mm -hmm. where your mouth is kind of thing. And it didn't feel good at first, but now I, now I see what I didn't see before. That's good. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, Mindy, um, in Sunday school, we're studying Elijah. And, you know, as I listen to your story, I think I think more and more of us are starting to realize that we're not just reading about people in the Bible. These are our lives, too. And what's interesting to me that that I see in your story, that I see in the story of Elijah, is that obviously Elijah's faith in God grew because he knew day after day God was providing. The birds were coming. The raven was coming to bring the meat. The water was there. It had happened enough times. It had happened enough times that he wasn't worried about the daily provision anymore because God showed him, I'll provide the daily provision. But when God dried it up, when he dried it up, that's when he said it's time to move. But God gave him a little bit more of instruction on what to expect this time than than last time. You know, we're going to even take you deeper now. But I just, I think sometimes that God does that in our lives. He dries it up because it'd be too easy to stay there. Sometimes he has to dry it totally up so that we're not tempted to stay. And when I hear your story, when you say, oh, it's not just me, (laughs) it was my husband and my kids, and it's not anything negative towards a church or whatever, it's God's doing something different in your life because he's the potter and you're you're the clay. But I think it's so neat about your story is that you don't just say it's me you at the same time you're saying man this was my family my family as a as a whole everybody's been impacted by that yeah you know I mean there were some difficult months and and you know we're still kind of working through what that looks like for everyone because you know I've got I've got people in all different stages in my house and but I've seen the growth even in them you know over this time Mm -hmm. of having these you know, family devotions, Bible studies, you know, more than we ever did and connecting in a way than we did before. And I just, you know, I see it opening up their hearts. I think it's something that's probably, it might be, I'm not sure if it's common. I seems like it could be for kids who have parents who work in ministry or in their mom's case, you know, I was also a staff member. And so you live and you breathe what you're doing. And it's, you know, it's just kind of easy and juggling all of that. You know, you look over at one of your teenage sons and it's like, oh man, have we even like, you know, have we even had, you know, a Jesus conversation this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, just in all the busyness. And so, I mean, yeah, God, you know, God really brought a lot home to me over this past year. I appreciate you sharing that. I appreciate that. Mindy, tell us a little bit about what does that abiding look like in your life? You know, what does Mindy's personal time with Jesus look like? And what does your, you you mentioned family devotions. What does that look like in your household? Well, you know, it, it was hard because when we, you know, during the lockdown, I think everybody kind of experienced this. You know, we just started looking for devotions that we could do and different things like that. You know, we were watching church online, you know, and that was something that was, I mean, it was great, but, you know, we all missed being in church. And 
As far as family devotions with my, you know, teen son, sometimes it's just sitting around and it's just opening God's word and just reading and, you know, just picking out some verses and just discussing it. You know, that has just been something that we had kind of let go and we we would talk about things, you know, oh, what did you learn in church today conversation? Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just never really went deeper than that like we are now. And, you know, my kids are talking more and opening up more and asking questions. Having a discussion with your 16-year-old, you know, about his faith and about what that means to him is just something I cherish now and I didn't realize was missing. You know, it's been mm-hmm. a hard journey. You know, there's no doubt in my mind there's somebody listening in that's thinking, how did you start that? Because I'm not doing that with my kids and they're already into the these teenage years and how do I launch that? How do I go in and say, what about your faith when I'm not even sure that they have a faith right now or that they're living in doubt at all? What, what would you speak into that mom that might be listening and do? It's easy to think, you know, when your kids get to a certain age that you kind of miss the boat and it's too late to connect with them and to, uh, but you know, as long as they're in your home, you have those opportunities for conversation and it's not always comfortable. And, you know, a lot of times for us, it's, we just have to keep it simple. A lot of times it's just picking a topic, you know, something that is impacting our world today and uh, something they see on the news. And we just talk about it and we talk about, you know, what does the Bible have to say about this? You know, and that, you know, that is something that we do a lot in our house with my boys because my, I mean, my daughter's 23, so she's always working. We don't see her as much anymore. So it's a lot of it is conversations with my teenage sons mm-hmm. and we're still learning and I'm still figuring it out. I don't have it figured out. For me, it's just keeping the communication open as long as they're willing to talk to me. I love that because it's not easy. It's, it's just, it's not, it, but it's, it has to be intentional. And I like that you shared with all of us, you know, that it's never too late. Mindy, tell me, tell the ladies a little bit of what you see God doing in your life right now um, or potentially doing and how you're leaning into that, even though you're not sure exactly what that may be going to look like tomorrow. Well, you know, I read somewhere that, you know, when you walk by faith, uh, sometimes that means that God gives you just enough light to see your next step. And I feel like that's kind of the season right now that he's just showing me a little bit more at a time, you know, in terms of the work I I do. Um, I I didn't start out working in social media or anything like that. My work history actually is 10 years of working in insurance. It's kind of one of those things you think that's just your life and that's what you do. And then I ended up uh, working as a church secretary and I quickly got moved into social media. So I started reading and learning and the more I read and learned, I thought, oh, you know, I can do this. So we started growing and you know god was blessing that and it was growing and being successful and you know it just kind of went from there and they moved me into communications they created the position of communications and social media and you know i just learned that it was something that god just kind of gave me a little bit of a knack for and from there the opportunities just started growing and then you know like i said god stilled us and moved us and i'm like well you know god what was all that for what am i going to do now and I get a phone call from, you know, Ben Jones, who I used to work for. And, you know, he was like, hey, you want to help us manage this little page, you know, for the leadership development team? And then from there, IBW and um, opportunities just started coming with that. So now I'm, I'm in a place where I'm trying to figure out what that's going to look like, because, you know, as more opportunities come, God is, you know, just 
beginning to bless that area of my life, you know, more and more. What's been fun from my perspective is watching you grow and learn. Ladies, if you're listening, if you have not been one of our leadership cohorts, you know, how to lead self well, I'm talking to you too, as I'm talking to Mindy, I can't wait to get her into one of those. Now she just finished a cohort with us with some other colleagues, but that's what the Illinois Baptist Women does. It it brings us into little communities and little networks to let us, you know, focus on how do we lead ourselves well? And a lot of that is self-discovery. How did God wire us? How do we tick? And that helps us to start to understand you know, where spiritual gifts come in and how he's working through us, but also how it, it helps us to be able to know, oh, this is why the land looks this way or the landscape looks this way, because I can serve out of this area. And so, so I'm still trying to get you into one of those, those how to lead self well cohorts or online courses, Mindy, but I know we've done some things together. And I'm loving watching what God's doing in your life. And ladies, what you're seeing us put out right now, if it wasn't for Pat Scarborough and Mindy, I'm telling you, we would so be so far behind the eight ball. But they come, they have come alongside me and ran and ran hard and just bring me along with them, which means we all come along with them. And and as you all are learning, then we get to learn and we look better because it's more engaging. And Mindy, that's what I've seen you do. Um, God's taking you from you're not just graphic design or putting together a flyer. You're actually starting to see the engagement part. How do we get people to engage with the community? because it's it's discipleship how do we get them to engage with christ how do we get them to engage with the church and it's not the same on ramp for every person and i love watching you learn and obviously we're benefiting from that and i want you to just be bold i'm gonna put you on the spot friend be bold at what you sense god may be doing in your life in that area I really, I enjoy working with IBW because I think you've said this to me before. I don't know if this is a Black of E quote, but it's kind of like find where God is working and, and join him there. And I love that because, you know, I see God working at IBW so much and it's just been such a wonderful experience. This was my first year at the Priority Conference. And I mean, it's just so encouraging to me and uh, just being not, not just being able to go and attend, but to go and to be a part of the process to help with that you know, was such a joy to me. And, and, you know, I enjoy that so much. And I, you know, one thing I, for IBSA, I've done a, like a social media training little course at uh, one of the training nights that Mm -hmm. IBSA held. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, you know, I was just sick over that when Ben Jones asked me to do that. And I thought, no, oh, Ben, you've got the wrong person. And oh, God, you've got the wrong person. Mm. And there is no way I'm just tucked in a little corner, you know, of the church in a dark office working on a computer. You don't want me in front of people ever. And, uh, but he put me there and it was, it was such a wonderful experience that I did not expect it to be. And I found that I really loved being able to help churches. There was a pastor that was in one of my groups and I remember so well, he asked me, well, why would we want to be on Facebook? Why on earth would I want my church to be on Facebook and, you know, contributing to the problem of people, you know, being in their, their phones, people are in their phones too much. And he's absolutely right. And I told him that and I said, but pastor, that's where people are. So if we're going to go where people are, you know, what an opportunity to put our message in front of them, to engage with them, because that's where they're engaging. That's where their attention is. That's where their eyes are. So what an opportunity to put ourselves in front of them that way. You know, and that was just kind of a, you know, an eye opening moment for him. But it was an eye opening moment for me, too, because I thought, you know, this is a need. This is a need for churches. Mm -hmm. 
And so I, you know, I, again, I don't know what God has for me there, but I do very much enjoy helping, you know, churches mm-hmm. build up that area of ministry. I appreciate that. Ladies, if you're listening, here's my commercial. We are all just ordinary women, ordinary women who are disciples of Jesus with serving an extraordinary God. And there's times that we hold God back because we won't we won't accept what he wants to bring us. And we won't come with the bold prayers and the courageous prayers. And God says, what? I want to give you exceedingly and abundantly more of anything that you could ask me. But we have to be willing to dream God-sized dreams. So here's the commercial. If you're not connected to the community, get connected. God does not mean us to walk this journey alone. So whatever he's doing in your life, however he's called you to serve, or you know, whatever he's, um, he's doing through you where he has you positioned, you may need resources. And Mindy is just speaking to that. I've spoke to that. That's the beauty of being part of community. That if you see a need, you can reach out to somebody and say, man, do you have a resource? You know, because typically there's somebody in our circle that if they open up their lunch basket, they come to the crowd of 5,000 plus that day with a couple of fish, with a couple of loaves. And they're willing to share it, but they just don't know anybody needs it. And sometimes they're sitting there thinking, what is God doing in my life that they're in a still And it's not a still at all. God's just getting them positioned to be able to take what's in their toolbox and multiply it to where beyond anybody's doubt um, that they they know it's going to be God and God alone. He's the one that's multiplying and he's the one that's doing the feeding, whether we're the one eating that day or we're the one offering up our lunch that day. And this is this is why I say get connected. If you're not following us, follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check us out on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. There are a lot of resources, and this is a good time of the year to get plugged in because you heard Mindy refer to a Blackaby quote in his study. She wants to be led by the Spirit. We've got a new Edge course that's coming out that'll launch in the fall. It'll launch September, and that's what it's called. It's spiritual leadership based on Blackaby's spiritual leadership coaching course. There is room for you, ladies. We want you plugged in, so we'll put a link to that in our episode notes, but check it out. Mindy, is it okay with you if I put your contact information in the episode notes so that if there is somebody listening that says, man, our church needs help with that, or you know what, maybe I'm not breeding go to doodles, but I have my own small business and it's a business, but very much I know it's going to be a platform for something that God wants to do. I could use somebody that understands not just social media, but the engagement part to help me engage that audience, but keep my heart in check because it's a platform for Jesus. I know you can coach that person because you have me, Mindy, and um, I see what God's doing through your life. Is it okay if I share your contact in case other women want to reach out and connect with you for some assistance or to ask a question or to be coached? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Watch for her. Watch for her contact information in the episode notes. There is people. There are people watching you. And, and you're on a platform, and we want to come alongside you to make you as successful as we can. And Mindy is just a beautiful example of one of us ordinary women in our community that's saying, I'm celebrating what God's doing in my life, but I'm also celebrating what he's doing in the life of others. And I do that by pulling up to the table and offering whatever I have as a resource that could help the work that God's doing through their life. But she's also willing to receive back what somebody may be bringing to her. 
So Mindy, as, as we end, I'm grateful for you spending some time with us today and speaking into the ladies. What might be a word of maybe encouragement that you would speak into the ladies as a whole that maybe maybe they're not as connected to the IBW community or maybe their church isn't as connected. What would you tell them um, about IBW? Illinois Baptist women, for somebody who may not know what we're talking about there, the community. Well, I came into IBW not really knowing what IBW was. And I've said so many times, I wish I'd known. I wish I'd known these resources were here you know all of these years uh, you know I was in an IBSA church but you know we didn't take advantage of the resources that IBSA and offered and IBW offered to the ladies and I mean oh goodness there is so much available and there and and that's the whole purpose that they're there for is to serve and equip women leaders and I wish I had realized this earlier on you know in my growth and in my uh, time serving in the church and I it would have just been instrumental to me so take advantage of it it's there for you it's what they do it's why they exist at IBW it's to serve and you know you don't have to do this alone there's a community there that will come alongside you you don't have to have the answers you you know they will help you and guide you in this so yeah it's it's just a wonderful resource I appreciate that thanks Mindy thanks Mindy all right. Well, I thank you for sharing your time with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and ladies, if you're listening, uh, I just want you to have a good rest of your day. Have a wonderful weekend. And I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website ibsa.org slash women.